Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from Romans chapter 4, verses 7 to 8. Blessed are they whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord will never count against him. We had one of those blustery days here last week, and if you live in the Midwest, you may have experienced the same storm. It wasn't the kind that simply kicks up leaves and knocks over the garbage cans. It was that steady, strong blast where you can hear the shingles lifting up off your roof. As I looked out the window, I could spot them blowing by and landing on the grass. Thankfully, it didn't tear off the entire roof, but it was enough to rip a shingle off here and there and there and over there. You're faced with the dilemma of covering up your roof so that it's not vulnerable to the elements. As we drove around town, I teased my wife that I could collect up all those broken pieces of shingles, a multi-shade collection of all the tattered pieces from homes that were scattered along the road and glue them to our roof. <laughs> Instead, we settled on me climbing onto the roof and covering the exposed area with a tarp. That should hold it for now, but regrettably, it's not a permanent solution. Here in Romans, Paul addresses a dilemma that's common to all of us. It's the concern that comes with sin and our vulnerability to judgment. Throughout this Lenten season, we're reminded of our Savior's call to repentance. When we hear that word in Scripture, it not only means being sorry for our sins, but also trusting that God forgives them in Christ. As Paul puts it in 2 Corinthians, godly sorrow brings about repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret. But the adversary tries to chip away at that confidence that you and I have in this mercy. He likes to remind us of our sins, recent sins, and even those long in the past, and try to peel away the trust that we have in Christ. He does it in two ways. He tempts us to wonder if we were truly sorry, and he tempts us to doubt whether what Jesus has done about it is enough. Now, it's not wrong to ask ourselves if we're truly sorry for our sins, but our sorrow isn't the reason we're forgiven. It acknowledges the problem. I'll be honest, when I spotted that first shingle that flew off, I thought to myself, well, that's not too bad. I think I can take care of that. But then I found another, and another, and another. And I began to realize that this calls for a bigger repair than I can make. Godly contrition, or sorrow for sin, leads us to the same conclusion. The answer is not to double down on our sorrow or even try to patch things up with good works. That's like gluing on a hodgepodge of shingle bits found here and there to cover up a damaged roof. Like the con men who come out after a storm, the devil works hard to separate us from the treasure of God's mercy and lead us into despair. But Paul points out the remarkable nature of this forgiveness that God has given to us in Christ, and he quotes David from Psalm 32 to do it. He notes, Blessed are they whose transgressions are forgiven. What does it mean that your transgressions are forgiven? He goes on to explain, Whose sins are covered. With this unique Greek word, Paul lets you know that whenever your conscience howls, your Savior holds you fast in his mercy. Whenever the adversary would have you think that you're exposed to judgment, the apostle assures you that your sins have been covered completely by God himself. And this isn't like a tarp on a roof awaiting repair. These words of forgiveness you and I read in Scripture, hear announced to us in worship, and fed to us in the Lord's Supper are not simply a patch to get us through. No, they're the finished result of the work completed by Christ on the cross who has died to atone for our sins and who has risen to bring us new life. This forgiveness is real and it's permanent. And through faith, it's ours right now. As Paul rejoiced, Blessed is the man whose sin the Lord will never count against him. And by God's grace, this includes you and me. Let us pray. Precious Savior, 
Whenever the tempter, and even my own conscience, try to tear away this confidence, point me to your cross and the assurance here in your word that my sins are covered and that my relationship with you has been fully restored. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you are listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.